Are good employees found or made? Find out in this episode. This is the Ask the BCE Show episode number 30, and I am your host, Kurt Belding, and I am the Blue Collar Entrepreneur. In this episode, I would like to talk, we've been hearing a lot about employees. Quiet on the set. <laughs> we've been, I've been hearing a lot about other business owners talking to me about how do you find good employees, and they complain a lot about just shitty employees, and uh, God, I have the worst employees. How do you find good employees? I just hear a ton about it. So I want to talk about it a little bit here is, um, and you know, and I, I've had a misconception on employees actually for a long time is my belief for a long time is I could take anybody and I can plug them into one of my businesses and my mentorship and I can create the type of employee that I want. And just recently I'm realizing that's not true. I think Alex, you know, we've been training a lot of people on the retail side and we're realizing that's not true is, I think good employees are found, they're not um, grown or, you know, you can't create good employees for the most part. Like you, they're just found, they're born that way. That's who they are. Um, I think that if an employee that just doesn't give a shit about the business that he's working for, or about success or about themselves, just never going to be a good employee. I think that um, an employee that doesn't think very highly of themselves is never going to be the good employee that you want. And I, I think that by finding, here's the, the truth is, you know, a lot of my customers or owners that watch me say, Kurt, God, your staff's so good. Your employees are so good. You always have great guys working your retails or, or whatever branch of the business that I'm in or whatever, whatever company that employ you know, they brag about how good my employees are. And they're almost like jealous of how good my employees are. And I say, "Lo, yo, listen, yeah, I've found a good staff, but you know how many employees I've had to go through before, before I got this good staff? Like a shit ton, like fire a lot. Because you, you, know, you, you can't change who that person is to their core. You just can't. If you find a good employee, you can mentor them, mold them to being even better than what they are. But if the foundation's not there, it's not there. So if you guys own businesses out there and you're complaining about not having good employees, and you're doing your best to try and mentor them and um, help them grow, give them the tools for success. If they're not succeeding, they're not succeeding. There's nothing you can do. You can't control it. You need to cut them loose. You need to fire them. And at some point in their life, maybe they'll get it, but you know that's something you can't control. So just keep looking. And that's one thing we've done is always searching for a good talent, and you, and then you find you know end up with a good staff. So that's my take on employees and business owners out there. Stop complaining. They don't have good employees. If you don't have a good employee, let them go. Find a good one. So let's answer some questions. So Ryan asked you a couple. The first one is, if I want to start my own business, what do you feel the most important things are to focus on? If, you, if uh, he says, if I want to start my own business, what's the most important things to focus on? Uh, Ryan, I think self-perception is probably number one is you have to, you have to know that you'd be a good business owner. And I know that's really hard to know if you have never owned a business, but the problem right now is business owner or entrepreneurship super glorified and everyone wants to be a business owner because it's sexy and they think it's fun. That's not the reality. Entrepreneurship, yeah, it's not sexy. Business is not, it's not. 
entrepreneurship's not like, you know, it's not millions of dollars and private jets and the, the car and like the big, that's not what it is. Like 1% of the 1% is that way. Um, so you have to really look inside yourself and say, is this who I am? Because there's a lot of people out there trying to start businesses right now that are absolutely miserable and they're going to fail. You know, 70% of small businesses fail in the first year, 90%, you guys, 90% of small businesses fail in five years. Those are hard numbers. So, um, man, what I would do is, I would probably ask some business owners, like Ryan, we should talk. If you really wanna know about what it's like to own a business, I'll give you the, the scoop on it, DM me or we'll have a phone call. Um, you may not like it, man. You might like staying with that company that has security and a guaranteed paycheck, you know, as long as you don't do something to get fired. Uh, that's f first step. Um, Isla, will you read that question to me again? I think I went on a tangent for a little bit. <clears throat> if you wanted to start your own business, what's the most important things to focus on? Right, what's the most important thing? So that's n number one. Um, number two is if you're going to start a business, make sure it's something that you like, that you're passionate about. Don't do it just for money because you're going to be miserable. Whatever business you start, that's what you're going to be living. That's what you're going to be doing every day. 15, 17 hours a day for at least the first three years. So if you don't like the industry you're in, you probably shouldn't do it. Um, and then the second thing is, um, and, I, and I know Ryan, because Ryan has sent me this message, he's a buddy of mine. And if you're going to start a business, Ryan, and you're in the position you're at right now, now's the time for you because I know you don't have kids right now. So for someone to start a business, actually this is the second part of this question, isn't it? I think, the yeah, there's second part. I'm gonna hold off and I'll wait for that question to come out, but answer the first part of the question. Um, make sure this is, you wanna own a business, so you probably should maybe job shadow a business owner. And secondly, make sure it's something that you're super passionate about. Don't worry about like what money you might make. If you, if you wanna own the business, you'll figure that out. Just make sure you're passionate about it. All right, second part of that question. What do you think is the most common mistake people make when starting a business? Uh, and there's actually three parts to that question, right? Is there one other? The third is generally the same as the first. It's just advice in starting your own business. And how to do it. Mm -hmm. Right. All right. Second part of the question is, sorry, say it one more time. Uh, most common mistake people make when starting a business. The most common mistake when people start a business, one, they're not business owners and they're, they're not genetically there. So they're going to fail. It just is. Again, 90% of businesses fail within five years. Um, the other biggest mistake is undercapitalized that you go in to a business what you think it's gonna to cost to start it up. So let's say you think it's gonna cost $100,000 to start the business, you'll go in with $100,000, and now you're behind the eight ball from day one. If something goes wrong in your business, you're out of business. If it doesn't hit a break-even point uh, when you thought it was, you're out of business. If uh, something happens where you get a lawsuit, and it happens, you guys, like if you own a business, you're probably gonna be sued at some point. You're out of business. So undercapitalize is the biggest thing uh, because whatever plan you have in place of like, I want to start a business and this is my business plan to do it, I guarantee you that plan is going to change 10 times before you actually start it. And then when you start it, it's going to change another 10 times in the first year. So you can't really plan that. And whatever like road that you're taking to accomplish that business because that business plan's changing costs money. You're going to make mistakes and that's going to cost money. So undercapitalized is the number one mistake new business owners make. All right, last part of the question. I think it's just what advice would you give someone who is hesitant to start their own business 
when they have a job, like to quit the job and start the business. Right. What advice would you give someone that has a job, that's making the income, to sacrifice that income to start a business, right? And here's the biggest thing. If you believe you're an entrepreneur, you're a business owner, and that's how you're born, you have something passionate, if those first two are checked off, just do it. Like you, you're never going to be 100% there uh, on understanding and knowing that business before you do it. You just, just do it. Just suck it up and jump, you know, jump off, jump off that cliff and do it. Ryan, this is what I was talking about before. Ryan, I know Ryan. This is my advice to you, Ryan, is um, if you want to start a business, dude, and you're in a position right now where you're married, your wife has an income, you don't have kids, this is the best time to do it because you have less risk. Uh, if you're going to start a business, do it before you have a family. Because once you have a family, you have obligations. Once you have kids, you have obligations. Like you can't take, that's, that's too big of a risk to start a business. And I'm not saying not to do it. You still can do it. But you're, now you're risking your family. You're, you're risking your kids, your wife. There's a lot more obligations you have, a lot more pressure for you. So if you guys are out there and you want to start a business, if you're younger, without a family, now's the time to risk it all. Because you have a lot of time left in life to, if you fuck up and you fail, you have a lot of time to recover, to do it again or do whatever else you want to do in life. And you're only risking yourself. If you fail, it's on you. You're the one not able to buy food or pay for rent or whatever it might be. You're only risking yourself. So if you want to do it, do it. You, know, you can sit there and contemplate whether or not you want to do a business for five years and you'll just never do it. What's my thoughts on borrowing money going in debt to expand a business uh, versus, and, and I, I know this question, but versus uh, saving money to have the money in hand to either expand and, and do another business or grow your business? Here's my thoughts, Jason, is um, I think it depends on your cash flow of your business. If your business is stacking cash, like if you're making a lot of money and you can save a lot of money fast, that's the best way to do it. Don't go in debt because anytime you go in debt, that money's going to cost money. Um, percentage, you know, you're going to be paying interest on that money. You're going to be giving up something for that money. If your business can make enough money, save it and expand it. And I guess my rule is like if I can make enough money within one year's time to do what I want to do, that's what I'm going to do. If, it, if it's going to take me five years with the, the amount of cash flow that I have in my business, I'm going to borrow because business happens fast. Things change really fast. And if you're ready to expand the business, you should do it now. And be okay with using someone else's money and be okay with knowing that money is going to cost you more money. And it may cost you a piece of the pie, a piece of your company. So if you got to give up 25% of your company to expand, to double your business, where now you're making actually twice the amount of money, but you had to give up 25%, that's absolutely worth it. Give up the piece of the pie. But if you're going to give up a piece of the pie to an owner, make sure that owner is going to contribute something more than just financial. Make sure that you can actually contribute through knowledge, education, hands in the business. Something that you can't do that might be a weakness of yours. Like, I hate looking at numbers. I'm not a big numbers guy, but I have to do it. If I'd had to bring in an investor, I might bring in a CPA to invest with me. I may bring in a lawyer to invest with me because that's something that can help my business. I'll give a piece of the pie because that added value bring into that company is something that they're good at that I'm not good at. So, yeah. You guys have anything else? Trendy. What? Anything coming on in lives? Yes, but we don't know what he meant. He said, would you rather keep an employee that adds tramdu? 
think you meant something else. Yeah. Would you rather keep an employee that adds trauma? Trauma? Drama, probably, right? Mm, I don't mm. know. Spray foam, what? Oh, there you go. Adds tremendous value with a, speci oh. with a specific skill set, but isn't good for the culture or fire that person knowing that uh, knowing they aren't easily replaced. So let me read it again. Yeah, read it again. Let me Would you rather understand. Would employee that adds tremendous value with a specific skill set, but isn't good for the culture or fire that person knowing they aren't easily replaced? All right, yeah, I think I get it. Would you keep or add an employee because they're talented and they add a lot of value to their company, even though they're not good for the culture of your company? And we've been through this a lot, actually. Here's every time, fire the fire. Every time, fire the employee. I don't care how much value that employee brings to your company or how talented that employee is. If it's hurting the culture of your company, that means your entire company is toxic and it's hurting everybody else in your company. You need to fire that person right away. You can find talent. There'll be someone else out there that is just as talented, maybe even more talented, that will fit the culture of your company and you have good atmosphere in the company. Atmosphere is everything, man. All your, your employees should be, have a very safe, fun, good atmosphere in the company. Uh, now, you know, I don't think that employees, the atmosphere should be like relaxed and doing whatever the fuck you want to do all the time and not produce. But if one employees don't play well, doesn't play well with others, they're gone, man. They need to be gone right away. Cool. I think that answered that question, right? What do you guys think? I mean, you guys are like the culture of our company. So if we had someone here that maybe it's sales, maybe someone's bringing a lot of money into the company, but just didn't get along well with everybody, what would you do? I think we have that issue, right? As we sure did. <laughs> we fire them, right? Because, you know, atmosphere is number one. Our culture is number one. Well, it's contagious. They affect the whole culture if they're that way. Mm -hmm. Even if they are bringing in money, it ruins the actual value of the culture that the company has. That's right. You can't put a price tag on culture. You can't put a price tag on creating something, you know, having a good environment. You have something toxic, you need to cut it out right away. Cool. Any other questions coming on live that I can answer for you guys? Uh, St. Reese Germain asks, what are your thoughts on, about Browse the cat? <laughs> Browse our cat? Man, I've, I've, I've got like a love-hate relationship with Browse. Where is Browse? We have a cat that comes in. Our store is uh, located next to a uh, pet store. It's like a stray cat comes in. Because you guys fucking feed him all the time. That's why. <laughs> comes in here and hangs out. And it's kind of annoying, but I kind of like, I love hate. Like, he's annoying as fuck. But like, I kind of like him too being around. So like, I don't know. I guess he's part of the team now. So we'll let him in with, with like just you know, certain time frames, like not all day, right? Cause I'll go nuts. Like he can come in for a couple hours a day. Stop feeding the damn cat. <laughs> all right, guys, is that it? I think so. All right, cool. All right, that is Ask the BCE Show episode number 30. I'm your host, Kurt Belding. Send me questions, let me answer them. And uh, thanks for viewing, guys.